Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Friday it is today, of course, big weekend. We've got the footy tomorrow. You're out there in your official capacity tomorrow, aren't you? I am. Yeah, are you go- have you got any like hard-hitting questions lined up for... I've been doing a little bit of uh, research. Yep. The Warriors don't post too much stuff online. so Not um, over here. They've probably got a private New Zealand one. Yeah, so I've got a lot more <laughs> on the Knights than I do on the Warriors. However, I think it'll be like really important to just watch the game, really, and yeah, then take that's it exactly from there. Right, correct. And there'll be, there'll be controversy coming out of the game or, or an injury such as Latrell Mitchell last night. So I'm honestly just hoping for a really positive vibe. I think both teams are really excited to be coming here. The Warriors it, coming back. Even the Knights had their preseason here, so they're keen to be back in town. And they're the local team. There's a lot of Knights supporters. I was talking to a journalist from another, from a TV station the other night. From another workplace. No, well, from a TV station. How could you, Peter? Because it was Jack Howard. He used to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> and he's moved over to Prime now, but he was saying there is a lot of Newcastle support up here. I was saying... I wonder what the cra- the mix of the crowd's going to be, whether it's going to be a lot of Warriors supporters up here, like I'm going to be supporting the Warriors, yeah. and not because I hate the Knights or anything like that, just because, you know, they were you're good. A they, ca- they came up here. I'm a, I'm a member, that's right. But they came up here and they said a whole lot of nice things for us. They did us a harker. Yeah, I love before that. Before they left, I mean, that was awesome. And then they had two, three, four zero on their... Totally. On their jumpers. So, like, gee, if you're not a Knights fan, it's very hard not to be... You know, if you're not a Knights fan, I reckon 100% get behind the Warriors. Yeah. It's been so long since any of them have been able to go home. And if yeah. anything, this might feel like a little bit of it for them. I reckon. I hope it does. Maybe we should, I don't know, what, what can we do for them? We should do something. Turn up. <laughs> it's sold out in five minutes. What do you want? That's what I mean. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I mean is turn up. Um if you can't, if you're not going, just uh, get some friends in a COVID-safe manner, of course. Yep. Together, have a watch, enjoy it. Yeah, of course. Now, Friday mornings we play. How average is Tony? Tell me. Yes. How average am now I? Now you are. Well, you were in the average last week. I mean, th- this is a game where average is good. Yeah. Average is good in this game. It's not, uh, not a bad thing. I don't know whether we should do before the news or not. It's twenty-four and a half after. I think we'll give it, give it a crack anyway, because you're a bit of a foodie. You've brought some food Let's in go. here today. Uh, not today, but you've brought Every a few little day. few little bits and pieces in, and you're a very good cook. So I thought you must Stop know. It. And you're Italian. I don't stop. <laughs> oh, look, if you were crap, I'd be going, I'm like, Tony, you brought that stuff in the other day, and, and, and you owe me 80 bucks because it, it broke my tooth, and I had to go to the dentist. <laughs> Jeez, 80 bucks to the dentist is Yeah, right. I know. I just thought that, that was the gap. <laughs> um would you rather have the best pizza in Naples oh. or Brooklyn? Oh, Naples. Oh, really? oh, I loved those New York slices when I was over there. That was sensational. Um, 64% of people agree with you, of course, though. I asked you the Italian question. That's got a million, nearly a million answers on it, that That's one. surprising, actually, because I thought this was an American game, so I figured it they is, all be... They all want to... Oh, if you looked at the... If you saw the pictures, the Naples pizza looks heaps better than the... The slice. They, they don't have the slice. It's just a pizza. The oh. oh, those New York slices. I love them. Yeah. And you just walk. You're allowed to walk around with it. <laughs> you sort <laughs> of put your finger over the tourist. top of it. No, they all do. You put put your finger over the top of it and sort of fold it up, so it's like a V so shape it fits up in one your mouth. end. No, and it's they're massive. They're like that big, 
but on the on the tri- the like the big end of the triangle. Yeah, the edge. <laughs> Not the point. <laughs> yeah, the you sort of put two fingers underneath it and one over the top and then push that one over the top down and it goes up in like a V shape, but it's still the whole technique still to this. Flat. I know, I had to work out what the technique was because they're they're quite awkward, but yeah, there you go. Uh would you rather have the finest wine in Bordeaux or the finest wine in Napa Valley? Uh I'm going to go with Bordeaux. You've been to the Napa Valley? I no, think. I've never been to either of them, but I just I have Do had like American wine? wine and wasn't a fan. No, but probably I, wasn't the best wine. It was probably the cheap stuff. I'd say there's I'd say you've got to uh, separate the sheep from the goats if you're over in America. I imagine they would have a lot of yes. cheap cheap ass wine. Yeah. Um hard seltzer incidentally is a thing over there now. It's going to be a thing it's here thing. this summer. Yes, yes. All right. I know where you got <laughs> that from. And you're winking. <laughs> I thought you were winking going, because I'm going to be leading it. <laughs> no, because we both listen to the same news podcast. Ah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Yeah, I've got my news there too. Uh, in, you're in Rome. Uh, carbonara or cacio e pepe? Oh, my God. Cacio e pepe every time. What is cacio e pepe? I was just pepe? talking to the... Um, one of our colleagues about this yesterday. It's like the uh, the spice. It's like a bit of spice in there with the pepper. Ah. It's just like pepper and cheese. It's pepe like is a, pepper, is it? Yeah. Is Ca- cacio cheese? Oh, um, it's a type of cheese. Ah, that's okay. like that's yeah. very specific to Rome. That kind of pasta. So it's and like it's cheese delicious. and Vegemite. Uh, no. for, for an Australian, cacio and pepper. Ah, uh, you lose. Forty-three <laughs> yeah, percent. No one knows it's what America, it is. No one knows what it is. Yeah, you're you're, you're tripped up by your Italian heritage. There, <laughs> uh, the best ramen in Tokyo, or the best sushi in Tokyo. Now, to me, this oh, is a no-brainer. I love me some ramen. Oh, I love me some sushi. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. That's hard because if you're in Tokyo, I feel like, and it's the best. It's going to be good. Right it's, now I'm cold, good. so I've I'm picking ramen. It's good. Everything's good in Tokyo. I did not have a bad feed in Tokyo. Um, I was there for a week and a half. No bad feed. Wow. Ever. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm going to go with ramen because right now I'm cold and I could do some soup. It's 50-50, would you believe? Mm, ramen is making an absolute resurgence. votes each. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I actually went to the... I'm not big on noodles. You know, I don't do spaghetti and that sort of stuff either. Um and we're in Melbourne a couple of years ago and some guy, one of the guys was like, best ramen in Melbourne this. We're going and we walked over over Hill and Dale and got there and it was like, I really don't like this. <laughs> I find that surprising. I know, I just, I'm hopeless. Uh, you're at the best bakery in Paris, but you can only have one of these. Tart Tartan or Millefeuille. Millefeuille. Is there a photo? Yeah, there is. Because I'm a little confused. We're only going this one and this one, right? That, that's your tart tart. Oh, so there's that's like... like an upside down, that's like an upside down apple cake. Apple thing. cake or macaroons. Oh, these. No, this. this oh, this. the one with the stripy like chocolate cream on top. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go the apple pie looking the tart, lucky. The tart tart pan? Yeah. Love a pastry. Yes. Yes. You've... what? You've. Hang on. Where are we? Macaroons. Which one did you say? The apple pie looking No. One. So it's two and a half all. And we're halfway through it. Dun, dun, dun. Um, do you know what La Taqueria is? Taqueria? Like tacos? No. Oh. 
Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you're in Shanghai, but you can only have one of these classic street foods. Uh, street noodles or soup dumplings. Ooh. Again, I'm going to go with noodles, though. Noodles. You love your noodles? I love both of those things. No. Everyone oh, loves a three and a half dumpling. to two and a half and you're down. The best smoked brisket in Texas or the finest, the finest ribs in Kansas City? Uh, well. I know that. You've got to answer one. <laughs> I'm going to go with the brisket in Texas because let me tell you, uh, it's ribs, like. ribs, man. Ribs. Yeah, are. but Texas knows how to smoke house, baby. And you're right. Yeah. You're right. Three and a half all. This is an exciting game. Uh, you're in Sao Paulo. Take me there. You can, you can only have one of these brigadeiros, which look to me like chocolate crackles. Ooh, yum. Or tre leches, which <gasps> is like a, do you know what that is? Caramel. Yes, it is. Yeah, caramel cake. Yeah. Ooh, tre leches is like the three caramels, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, oh. Isn't she intelligent? God, I wouldn't know. I just went, yeah, it must be if you say it. <laughs> you, know, you know the ice cream flavor dolce de leche? Nah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm a fan of I'm food. I'm going to have to hang out with you more uh, often. I'm going to go with the tres leches. Tres leches. Look, you've even got the accent. Yes, you're right. Four and a half to three and a half. Uh, buffalo wings from Buffalo, where they originated from, which is why they're called buffalo wings. Yeah. They don't actually come from a buffalo. we have cauliflower buffalo wings? Yes, you can do that. <laughs> or fried chicken and waffles from Georgia. Oh, chicken and waffles now, is that's like... The, that's your hometown, down-home country yeah. comfort food right there. The first time I ever heard of chicken and waffles, I thought it was a joke, uh, but it's not, and it's very popular. And is it good? I don't know. Okay. I don't eat chicken. What would you go then? Um, I think I'd go chicken and waffles, like if we're going iconic foods. Four and a half to three and a yeah. half. Wow, amazing. Uh, the best chana masala or paneer makani <gasps> in Mumbai? Oh, I like both of those things. What about alumata? Uh, um, that that's one. the green one, isn't it? Alumata is like potatoes, potato and peas. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I'm more. I love paneer, and I do love chana masala. Is the the chickpea one, isn't it? Yes, correct. Mm, I want to go paneer because I always found that really no, special. Four and a half all, and this is the last question, and this is the tie this breaker. is the tiebreaker. Four and a half all. Would you rather have... Ooh, this is a tough one too. Good one to finish on. The <laughs> finest pad thai or the best green curry in Bangkok? Oh, that is hard. I just want to have everything. I know. You've made you've me really to, hungry now, you've Peter. you've got to have one. That's all right. We'll go over for a toasted sandwich later on. <laughs> you know those good ones? Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. But I had one yesterday <laughs> and I, I was like, can only buy my lunch once. So I brought, uh, I brought a salad today. It's the only thing that I can go with you and have the same thing i know because <laughs> i have meat every other time i know <laughs> well you have meat on that sandwich too don't no you? i don't no oh, really no, no generally speaking no oh. mm. uh okay oh let me think see pad thai or green curry i had a pad thai on the street in thailand once mm. and it was the best thing i had eaten it might have been like a moment too, you know, when yeah. you're just really hungry and tired and yep. then someone cooks something. I'm going to go with the pad thai. Going with the pad thai. You win. Whoop, 77% whoop. of people agree with you. The Americans really don't like that spicy green curry. So well done. You've won. You've, you've been true to yourself too on this one as well, which I really appreciate on uh, 
how average is Tony? I don't like people who come on here and play this game and go, what, do what, other would, people? what would people want? Yeah, yeah. So thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Have a great day at the footy tomorrow as well. We listen. Yeah, you too. To see what your report is on Monday. I'm excited. And uh, shout out to Pat who listens to Pat, us every morning. G'day, Pat. How are you? Love Pat. <laughs> Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone 1287 2TM. Mike told me he got a great trick for his bike to stop it getting pinched when he leaves it outside. He said, what you do, you get a great big piece of duct tape and you stick it over the seat like there's a tear in the seat and people don't want to pinch a bike that's got <laughs> people don't want to pinch a bike that's got a tear in the seat. So, should be a Tuesday life hack, that, shouldn't it? So he's just got the tape there sitting over it. And, oh, God, I'm not going to pinch that. It's got a bloody broken seat. Not going to be able to sell that down the pub. No one wants that for 20 bucks or whatever the ridiculous markdown you get at the buying stuff on the back of, off the back of it. Have you ever been sold anything at the pub? On <laughs> the back of a truck? Me neither. Tamworth Zone, 1287, 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. And when we think of cars, we think of JT Fossey Ford, 501 Pill Street. <laughs> Tamworth, g'day, Birdie, how are you? Keith Bird. G'day, Pete. Are you, as I just said, you can't afford not to, can you? You can't afford not to think of Ford, especially with that new Ford Pass. I love that. You do love the new Ford Pass, don't I you? I love the and, Ford and, Pass and, app. And, it's amazing. And it yeah. is happening as we speak. We are downloading apps and talking to our cars on a daily basis. It's fantastic. It's Pete. incredible. It'll tell you if there's anything wrong, if it's got an upset tummy or anything like that. It'll turn the engine it on does. for you. You can, does. on these cold mornings, you can yep. start the car remotely, f- switch the heater on, and it's nice and toasty warm when you get in there. You can indeed. You can. You can even see how much fuel you've got if you have to go to the survey before you oh, go on your, on your next journey. That is it's incredible. incredible. It is incredible. It's an it's amazing piece of technology. Now, I want to start this by saying, I love Tamworth. Yes. Um, but there seems to be an inordinately large number of people who don't know what to do at a roundabout. <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> Have you been reading my mail? This is one of my pet hates. Is it really? Well, there you go. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think, I think one, some, there's, there's some driving teacher somewhere around who's saying, look, when you go through a roundabout, just put one of the blinkers on. Doesn't matter which one. <laughs> Doesn't matter which, <laughs> may not have to have anything to do with which way you're going. Just have one on. Just stick one on. Just, just pull one on. <laughs> I saw, Make an effort. I, have a go. Uh, two, two consecutive days, I went through the roundabout at uh, down near Hungry Jack's there. Yes. Um, the one with, it's got all, it's got Red Rooster on the other side, just to be, you know, fair to yeah, the I know fast exactly food outlets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Scott Road. And Correct, Scott Road, Street, yes. Yeah. I was coming down the down the hill there. And mm. the first day, we both went straight ahead. The person in front of me put the left blinker on and went straight ahead. Yep. The next day, that person, well, different person, put the right blinker on and went straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's always good fun. Yeah. It's, it's like a little guessing game, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a quiz, like a pop quiz. What's going to happen next? <laughs> exactly right. So maybe and, that's, and, the, that's the next step in the Ford, uh, in the Ford Pass technology. What, what's the phase two of it? Is it, we'll, well, what's we'll the phase two? Put the blinker time. on automatically, and we'll know which... No, we'll, we'll see. Here's the thing. I mean, like, just touching on this roundabout thing very mm-hmm. quickly, because I know we've got to move on. But um, <laughs> I, I love, my favourite one is the one that the people have treated as a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> 
So as soon as you get to the roundabout, people, they just stop. doesn't matter if there's a car yep. on there. doesn't matter. And, you know, don't, don't worry if you've got a, a clear lane in front of you in the left-hand lane like they do at Kalala Lane every day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just stop. Nothing in front of you. Just stop. They're a confusing thing, I guess, to a lot uh, of people. But uh... Well, it's actually not. It's not confusing at all. <laughs> what's confusing is what's in the... It's trying to be nice. It's not confusing, Pete. What could you do with your truth? Don't cut <laughs> no, That's right. Yeah, so, so the, you don't have to put a blinker on if you're going straight. That's my understanding. Is that correct? Well, if well, you're just going straight me, ahead... and They you tell wouldn't... me in, in audit society you're supposed to put your left-hand indicator on to go to leave the roundabout to go straight, yes. That's only if, if, if it's a big one, I get that. So, But if it's yeah. only a small one... No, if it's only a little one, yeah. you just you don't worry about it. You don't worry about it, right, okay, yeah. yeah so. I, I, I do it if there's a police car behind me, just in case. <laughs> well, we all do that. And then, you, and then oh, no, my indicator's bugger. <laughs> Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth's own 1287 2TM. So I'm getting up yesterday morning, I go to have a piece of toast, as you do in Australia when you have breakfast. You have a bit of toast, don't you? A bit of toast and Vegemite. Can't beat it. And it just I just burnt the crap out of it. I don't know what's going on there? Turned it off, had to dig it out with a knife. After I turned it off at the point, right, right. He used to live with a bloke and um, I caught him one day trying to put a knife in the toast to dig his toast. I said, what are you doing, mate? Don't do that, that'll kill you. He said, oh, sorry, mate. He turned around and he, he went and got a fork. <laughs> Don't do that either. <laughs> Had to explain it to him. Uh, but, yeah, my po- my, the spring thing in my toaster's buggered. So I, put an- so I put another one in and that didn't pop up either. And I'm right, okay, I'm going to have to get a new toaster. And this sort of thing happens to me all the time. I don't know what it is. Someone up there is looking after me or playing tricks on me or something. So I sit down last night and I thought, oh, I'll just see what's happening on it in the world as you do. Uh, I went on to news.com.au, which is about the only free newspaper you can read online these days, isn't it? And I get on there, right on the front page, about four, four articles down, there's a toaster buying guide. <laughs> Oh, check out our check out our toaster buying guide. I've never seen that before in my in my life. And I got there and you can get and like toasters are expensive, aren't they? I could not believe it. I don't know, do you reckon Google listens in on you and stuff like that? You just sort of start looking at things then you and then then someone you talk about someone and they come up on the Facebook, don't they? And go, Oh, maybe this person wants to be a friend, you know. How did you even know? Anyway, so I read this toaster buying guide, which was on the on the news last night. I don't know whether you saw it or not. Uh, what goes into the perfect toaster? It's not that hard, is it? Remember those ones where you used to pull them down at the side there and you'd only cook half the toast at a time? They were hard not to burn the toast in, weren't you? You'd pull it down, turn it round to the... And then pull, pull the... You know, they were spring-loaded to go back up, weren't they? At... Uh, yeah, you had to do one side at a time. So the kids these days with their electronic toasters. Uh, what goes into the perfect toaster? Browning settings. Some like their toast near burnt and crispy, while others prefer a subtle caramelisation. My oldies like their toast twice cooked. Do you do that? Oh, it's really crunchy. They cook it, and then they let it cool, and then they cook it again. And it comes out really crunchy. And they slather the butter on it. <laughs> 
Butter too, not margarine. Uh, slot size. <laughs> I know. Uh, pretty pretty self-explanatory. Lovers of artisan loaves like sourdough uh, might want to toast it with a long slot in order to accommodate larger dimensions. Toasters with extra wide slots are also... See, they're giving you this advice. It's like you didn't know it. Uplift function. You know that moment when you go into the toaster ends of the loaf and you only have the, 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 the nubbin-sized slice to get stuck? Well, the uplift function gives you that little bit of crucial space to ensure no stragglers get left behind. I don't even know what the bagel setting. Come on, who eats bagels? And the ones they've gone for the old your old sunbeam, you know your stock standard sunbeam budget model, thirty nine bucks. And all these other reviewers are the family toaster, the the smart toast four slice toaster, two hundred and forty nine bucks. Uh, the two slicer the the these are all like the KitchenAid. What's this one? The KitchenAid Artisan Four Slice Automatic Toaster in brushed stainless steel, two hundred and seventy-nine bucks. You know, it's just a toaster. And the one with people for cash to burn, eight hundred and ninety-nine bucks for a toaster. It's only a two slicer, and it doesn't look like it's got any special features. It's by Smeg, who's the Italian one that you know there. For those with love of finer things and designer flair, the Smeg and Dolce, or Smeg and Dolce and Gabbana collaboration, may be the most aesthetic and expensive toaster on the market. Beyond its bench top worthy design, it also offers six browning levels and a reheat, frozen, and a bagel function, which nobody eats. Uh, it's also oh, you can get the four slice for nine hundred ninety nine bucks. It looks like it's got a mural painted on it, Dolce and Gabbana, eight hundred ninety nine bucks. No, I'm going to say no. I might just use the grill for a while. Then you got to keep an eye on it. Right across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, this is 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Not Birmingham, UK. An Alabama man has been indicted on multiple federal charges after authorities say he was making suppositories in his kitchen. I'll read that again. He was making suppositories in his kitchen and marketing them as cancer treatments. <laughs> There's nothing these good old boys won't do to make a quid, is it? Uh, or a dollar. Uh, the drugs, according to the indictment, were homemade suppositories manufactured in an environment so unsterile that custom... I mean, they weren't going into a place that's particularly known for its sterility either. <laughs> I don't think we had to clean them. They're just going to get dirty anyway. <laughs> uh, they were manufactured in an environment so unsterile that customers he had customers uh, reported finding pieces of hair in their suppository packs <laughs> it's not a joke uh, Northern District of Alabama US Attorney Prim Escalona and FDSA Office of Criminal Investigations uh, announced that a 28 count indictment against 54 year old Patrick Charles Bishop uh, on charges related to his purchase, manufacture, and distribution of uh, suppositories that had never been reviewed or approved by the FDA, but he claimed were effective cancer treatments. Uh, the Hoover man is charged with conspiracy, fraudulently introducing adulterated drugs into an interstate commerce, and fraudulently introducing misbranded drugs onto interstate commerce. 
How did he even think of that? <laughs> if I do this, I make some suppositories and I can mark them. I wreck people buy them. I just make them in my kitchen here with his hair falling out all over the place. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, needless to say, uh, he's been charged. He's in jail awaiting uh, his court case to come up. <laughs> 